gorgeous soul. This is the Katie Blair Podcast, aka your activation station for magnetizing and normalizing your next inevitable massive up-leveling. I'm a virtual coach who focuses on designing your most epic human experience through building a purpose-filled and aligned lifestyle and or business. If you're obsessed with quantum up-leveling and you're done settling for anything less than everything you desire, you have arrived right on time. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I have an activity that I want to share with you. It's kind of like a journal prompt activity that you can do mentally. I recommend doing physically on a piece of paper. This is something that I've done with my one-on-one clients for years. It was originally taught to me but like I don't even remember where it comes from. That's how long I've been doing this for and it's so incredibly potent and powerful and just helpful the why behind it and the act of doing it and then the act of looking at it often so I'm going to bring it to the pod for you guys to share it with you um it's called a sacred circle okay so I'm gonna before I tell you how to do this activity uh I really just want to just be with you in affirming to you how potent and how important it is to keep our thought seeds safe, okay? So when a thought seed lands in your mind and even up to the point where it is sprouting, even up to the point where it has its first bloom, it is so incredibly fragile, and potent and not fragile in the means of delicate like this thing has more power in it than we could ever dream of like it is placed in you for a reason you know the thought seeds that I'm thinking about it's not the oh maybe we should get Mexican for dinner tonight it's the oh my god I need to build a business around x (laughs) or oh my god I need to book a trip to x or like the big all-knowing from the gut and the third eye at the same time like it almost feels like it's been delivered to you some thought seeds we hold for months or years without ever speaking them out loud some we hold and then we don't really know what to do with them and that's where the sacred circle comes in these thought seeds as powerful as they are they are fragile what i mean by that is if shared or leaked with the wrong people or environments, these thought seeds can be shattered before the even first step is made in creating them. For example, did you ever have an idea growing up? (laughs) Like, I don't know, you were like, mom, my dance classes have been going so good and I have a friend whose aunt started being in music videos with her dancing and I think when I grow up I want to be a professional dancer and I want to go to California and I want to dance in other people's music videos and I'm so excited and she was like oh okay um well just so you know the probability of that happening is really low honestly um I really don't know if you'd like California it's quite busy and you know like thousands of people audition for those things it's like really really rare to actually get it so that's great for your friend's aunt but like I don't know we should probably think about something more like teacher or something (laughs) okay hypothetical situation so like in that moment your thought seed is just like pulled out of the ground stomped on (laughs) like 
<laughs> torn to shreds and just disintegrates. And you're like, for the rest of your life, you're like, we're going to remove dancer from the list of possibilities for me. Okay, so that makes sense when we're growing up. But see, the thing is, is that when we're adults, we forget that there is no permission needed for what we desire. Our parents are no longer how we manifest and create through. It is us versus the universe, yet we sometimes treat the universe like a parent that we're asking permission for. And then we're like, ooh, let me like dabble and share this idea with a few people. And then however it's reflected back to me, which most of the time it's stomped on just like that. We're like, okay, that's great. But like, you should really think about this. Then we're like, okay, guess it wasn't meant to be, wasn't meant for me, right? How many things... How many thought seeds in your life have been stomped? But the good news is, how many are living within you right now? And through this episode, how can we create a new narrative and a new way of being with these thought seeds for the ones that have yet to enter you? Because the ones that are truly meant for you are going to be able to come through with the awareness that you gain in this podcast episode. It's almost like your guides are holding the seeds and they're just waiting for you to understand how to hold it before they place it within you. Once you have this down, once you understand how to hold a thought seed, the game changes because you all of a sudden trust yourself to be the beholder of such a thought seed. So the sacred circle comes from here. The idea of the sacred circle is to become so completely aware of the things that your thought seeds are safe with and the things that they are not safe with. So how we do this sacred circle, and this can you can have a different sacred circle for each thought seed that you have, or you can have a sacred circle, just one overall umbrella that you're aware of. Either way, I do recommend that you mentally do this. I really recommend that you physically do this and that you keep it in front of you. If this is like clicking something within you where you're like, yes, I need this, please show me how. (laughs) So here's what you do. It's so simple, so potent. Big piece of paper, draw a circle in it. The things that go inside that sacred circle are the people, places, and things that keep you in alignment with what you truly desire that you can trust to hold your thought seeds with on the outside of the circle it is equally important to note the things that are not in alignment or that you end up leaking your energy out of or that put your thought seed in an unsafe environment if we think of inside the circle as like sunny light rain perfect temperature And then we think of outside the circle, like placing your seed in ice, Antarctica, glaciers, okay? So inside the circle, people, places, and things. People, this is going to be who can you have conversations about your thoughts about this thought seed, about the visions, about your hopes and dreams and desires with the thought seed, where it is received by that person through a lens of like, oh, you are meant for this. 
you got this. What about this? What about this? Like they play with you. They encourage you. They see it for you. They see it with you. They hold it with you. They're on your team 100,000%. They go inside the circle. Outside the circle, now this is something really important because when something's outside the circle, it doesn't mean that we don't like that person or that we don't trust that person or that we don't value that person's opinion. But we have noticed that when we bring pieces of past thought seeds to this person, they can tend to try to tell you why it might not work. They can tell you why you should not think about it like that, why you should question it, why you should, you know, like put your mind like in the real world, um, why you should, you know, just like, like, oh, that's nice, but you know, that doesn't actually happen. Like, oh, that's nice, but like, I don't think that you can actually do that kind of energy, right? Because when doubt gets placed into the environment of our thought seeds from such an early stage, they're a thousand times more likely to get crushed and stampered on because the, that becomes part of the little thought seed is like the the little voice of like doubt and then it's they're just fighting against each other and they explode into obliteration right so we have to get really clear on the pieces of these thought seeds that are safe with certain people but that with other people we're gonna tell them eventually but we're just gonna wait till we get to a point where it's done before we tell them, okay? So there was a time in my life where the importance of this literally changed the course of my entire life forever. So in 2015, on my 23rd birthday, January 2nd, 2015, it was the worst day of my life, like my rock bottom. I tell stories about it all the time. This night was when I just kind of was like fed up with my shit of realizing that or thinking that everything was happening to me. And in the moment, I was in my car in a dark parking lot just crying, just like victim of everything in my life that was awful and terrible. And I literally through my tears was like, why me? And then it was like this energy came through my body and I just like took a deep breath. And it was like these words just poured out of me and it said, why not me? And I realized in that moment, it was a moment that changed my entire life. I was like, why not me? Why can't I become and be and do and have everything that I would wish for? Okay, so if I were to do that, then like, who would I want to be? What would I want to do? What would I want to have? And I was like, I have no idea what. But I know to my core, this was when this thought seed was delivered to me. I know to my core I need to leave the country and I need to travel. And I didn't even know where I was going to go yet. I just knew in order to figure out what I was supposed to do with my life, I needed to go travel. I needed to find myself. I needed to see the world. I needed to learn from different cultures. I needed to meet different people. I needed to experience myself outside of my comfort zone. Like I knew to my core that I needed to buy a plane ticket. So I spent the next five months, I was still living at home at this point, um, 
researching, planning, figuring out. Okay, I figured out the best way to travel abroad and make money doing so for long periods of time because I was like, this isn't just like a two-week trip. Like, I am buying a one-way ticket um, was to teach English. So I was like, okay, I'm going to teach English. I signed up for this company called CIEE that basically you can get your teacher certification through them and then like teaching English as a foreign language, it's called your TEFL, certification through them, and then you pick your country, and if they accept you into their program, they will get you placed out of school, and then you can move to that country, teach English out of school, and I was like, this is it. It's going to make be able to make me money. It's going to ground me. It's going to place me in an environment where I can make friends, and then I can just like figure out what to do next. So I picked Thailand, And I spent the next several months, I was working at a corporate job in Seattle at the time, living at my parents' house outside of Seattle. So I'd get up really early in the dark, take the bus like an hour and a half into the city and then work and then take the bus an hour and a half home, get hooked to my car in the dark, and then I'd go home. On that bus ride to and from, I was doing my teaching English as a foreign language certification. And I didn't tell a word to my family, the family that I was living with. I kept the whole thing a secret because I knew if I said, I'm thinking about moving to a different country. I'm thinking about getting my English teaching certification. I'm thinking about, oh my, like, not that they wouldn't have, like, you know, been like, okay, like, yeah, you can do it, but they would have been like, mm, you're working corporate. Mm, I don't know. It's not safe. Mm, like all these things that would have put doubt in my mind. And I knew, I knew to my core, this is what I was supposed to do. So I was like, I have to protect it. I can't put it in the way of even risking doubt flooding my mind right now. So I was on the bus to and from work, getting this teaching English as a foreign language certification. And then I got accepted into the program. I got placed in Thailand and the whole time, like, I, I don't even think I really told that many friends. It was actually a really hard time in my life where I was, I was struggling with my friendships. And, but my grandmother, my grandmother, I call her Ganny. Ganny, I really had a feeling, because I needed to tell someone. <laughs> I was like, I, need, I just need to tell someone. I realized, like, I'm pretty sure Ganny will support this. I'm pretty sure Ganny will, like, give me a pat on the back and, like, a kiss with love of like you got this so one day I called her and I told her my idea and she was like Katie I think that's fabulous she's like that is exactly what you should do I support you 1000 percent and I was like oh my god okay I have someone on my team okay I I chose to speak with the person that I knew would hold it with me and it's not that she didn't have to like question it or ask questions or say a couple things but that I knew it would be safe with her because she believed in me and I needed to believe in me above all so she I think is literally the only person that I told through this whole thing and I got all the way to the point where I was placed at a school in Thailand to begin in May of that year so this is probably like four months later like everything was done. My plane ticket was bought. I had a job in Thailand. I already knew who like the people were working at my school. Like it was done. All I had to do was tell my work and tell my parents. So that is when I took my mother out to dinner. 
<laughs> to Thai food. It's <laughs> like, mom, um, can we go out to dinner? I need to talk to you about something. So I took her out to Thai food and I sat there and I was like, okay, I, I have to tell you something. And she was like, okay. And I was like, this is a big thing and it's happening. It's, it's already done. And I hope you'll forgive me that I haven't been able to tell you yet. I just really know that this is what I'm supposed to do. And I needed to wait to tell you until right now because I know I have to go do this. And I told her, I was like, in two weeks, I am getting on a plane to Thailand. I'm going to be living there for the next, I don't know how long, but I'm going to be teaching English at a high school. I just got my English teaching certification completed. I've been doing it on the bus to and from work for the last few months. And I leave on this date. And I could tell, like, her first reaction was, it was as if she was going to come to me and be like, like, well, have you thought about, da, 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 like, what, are you crazy? Like, why would you, blah, 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 blah. And I could tell, like, that was her immediate reaction. But then she literally, like, paused and she looked at me and she could tell how grounded I was, how sure I was. And then it was done. And I just saw her whole body soften and she was just like, Wow well, okay then, um, oh my god, you're moving to Thailand, and we both smiled huge, and obviously she was really sad because I was leaving, but she was just like, I'm really proud of you that you just, fig like, did all this, you know, I had no idea that this was going on, and you seem very sure of it, and it makes me very sure of you, and it's literally, because of that decision to move to Thailand that absolutely everything unfolded within me. But do you know how easy it would have been for when that thought seed entered my body on that night of my 23rd birthday to go home and then the next day to be like, mom, like, I don't know. I kind of want to travel. She'd be like, yeah, but you really, you know, you need to be focused on making money for X, Y, and Z. And then maybe, you know, your work allows you two weeks. Maybe you can go down to like, you know, California for a couple weeks. And, you know, just you're in the real world now. You gotta, you gotta think like that. You can't be, you gotta start saving your money and you gotta blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, who knows everything that parents say at that time in our lives. Um, I would have taken that as a sign that I was crazy. And thank God I didn't do that. Thank God I realized in that moment that I was the one in control and I needed permission from nobody but myself. All I had to do was protect it enough until it was a done deal. And then I was guaranteed to be on the trajectory that I really wanted. My entire life changed from this decision. My entire life changed from the realization of how powerful and important it is to protect our thought seeds. This continued when I started my business, right? <laughs> like, if I would have gone to, even Ganny at this point, if I would have gone to Ganny or my mom and been like, I, and this was back in, oh my gosh, I started my business in 2017 is when I like really started doing everything. And if I would have sat any of them down to be like, okay, I think I want to create this. I think I want to do this. They would have been like, mm, that's crazy. And it's just because they don't have evidence of it working. They have a different perception of the world. And like the coaching industry wasn't even really a thing at that time. Like 
nothing they would have been like "Mm, that's a cute idea that's not how jobs work but I didn't do that I they saw me creating things and they would ask questions and I'd just be like don't worry about it because I knew what I needed to do I needed to keep it as sacred as possible and then when I opened my business and it started you know working instead then I could finally talk to them about it instead they were like wow look at you go so proud of you so whatever it is that is your thought seed in your mind right now in your sacred circle get really clear about who you can talk about it with maybe it's your mentor maybe it's your best friend maybe it's your mother maybe it's your grandmother maybe it's your dog maybe it's your partner but also maybe it's not and it's okay if it's not right now any of them but we need to be very clear about what who is in the sacred circle and who's not. Otherwise, when we're not thinking about it, we blurt out things and we put our thought seed in uncharted waters in in very unsafe environments where they could be trampled on because that's just how it works. So just be very clear. You might even find yourself with a huge group of friends at dinner and they're like, so what's up with you? And you just blurt out, oh, and then the whole table is kind of like, hmm, interesting and you're like oh god you know like things like that where it's like when we have this sacred circle in front of us it helps create the consciousness around when to speak about it and when to not so that maybe if at that table instead they're like oh so what's up with you and you take a pause and you're like actually this isn't the time and you speak to something else but then maybe in the kitchen after when you're with one of your best friends you're like actually I do have something I want to talk to you about that's what we have to do. So going off that, when it comes to people and places, think about this more through the lens of from a clear conscious place, understanding what grounds you and what keeps you in alignment with where you're going. So that when you're having your hard days, your down days, your days of where natural fear or doubt is kicking in you have a template in front of you for how to snap out of it if you want to some days we're going to choose to sit in it that's fine it's a choice I encourage you to make the days that you choose to sit in it less and less and less and less and when you feel one of those days coming on or one of those moments coming on if you can look at your thought or your sacred circle as a template for how to snap out of it This is where I want you to think about the people and places that go inside of your, or sorry, the places and things that go inside your sacred circle and the places and things that go outside of your circle. So things, this could be foods that make you feel good and grounded. This could be habits or routines that make you feel good and grounded. This could be things that you reach for when you're bored that make you feel good and grounded. TV shows, songs, music that make you feel good and grounded. And then also all of that, that doesn't. And that also kind of makes you like, you know, not in the great greatest thing. Like if I'm in a very potent time of creation where I'm really focused on something, watching something like Breaking Bad before I go to bed where there's like guns and murders and and it's going to infiltrate my dreams is not the best idea. Or watching shit gossip reality TV where it's all these girls like screaming at each other, not great for my energy. But what is good, 
Gaia TV, I can turn on like Joe Dispenza or I can turn on, you know, this like ancient aliens, like things that light me up, you know? So, or even like music, right? Like music that makes you feel good or music kind of makes you feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know, you know, we know. And then for places, this is going to be maybe your favorite spot to go meditate, Maybe it's in your house, maybe it's not. Maybe it's like your favorite little walk or hike that you do. Maybe it's your favorite cafe that when you go there, just for some reason at that cafe, you're really productive. Maybe it's your favorite restaurant that has a good vibe, but you also always make healthy choice. Like you always leave that restaurant feeling good. Maybe it's uh, a friend's house that you go to where her creativity like always inspires you and so you always just feel yummy when you're there even if she's not specifically in your sacred circle and then also the places that are not maybe it's certain friends that you hang out with where they talk a lot of shit and you're just kind of over it or they party a lot and you're just kind of like whenever I hang out with you guys I end up like not being good for like a week after or maybe it's you know a certain restaurant that you know you go to just to binge out or a whatever it is a certain place that you go where you just kind of you don't feel your best after and it's not that we can't go to these places or interact with these things it's just a template in front of you just so that is your deciding with every little decision that we make every day which way am I gonna go it brings about conscious awareness to maybe a little bit more each day, leaning into and towards the things that are inside of the sacred circle. Because each and every time we do this, that's where we really crack in to the power. So all in all, get a piece of paper, draw a circle. Inside the circle, the people, places, and things that you can trust to hold the power and potency and fragility of your thought seeds. Maybe it's one thought seed. Maybe it's just the direction in general that you want to go, but that's different from where you're at now. And then outside the circle, the people, places, and things that though we might not dislike them, we just need to be aware of either not interacting with them when it comes to this specific thing or beginning to really limit how much we choose them because they're not actually in alignment with where we're going right now. And finally, the message that I want to leave you with is deeply, truly, your thought seeds are delivered to you because they're meant for you. Not every single thought seed is going to come in and you're going to follow through with. But the ones that hit you, like the knowing hit me that night on my 23rd birthday, are unmistakable. And you know they're there because they light up every energy center in your body. You know that it's been placed there for a reason. You feel it in your bones. You feel it in each breath. Maybe it's something that's come recently. Maybe it's something that you've been sitting with for years. Maybe it's something that you haven't experienced in a while, but now that we've had this conversation, you're going to be open enough to receive it. When you receive it, you know. You get to move at whatever pace you desire when it comes to these. But just walk intentionally once it's there. Know how to take care of it. Know how to nurture it. 
know what is sacred with this thought seed and what is not. And if you dare to be bold enough to walk in the direction that holds this thought seed with this level of intentionality, it will sprout, it will bloom, it will turn into a garden, it will all come. And you're worth it, every single petal. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the world if you could leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't connected on social media yet, come say hello on Instagram at Katie underscore underscore Blair or come visit the website at www.katie-blair.com. I highly recommend you put anything that pinged you from this podcast episode today into action ASAP. I honor you for being here and cannot wait to see you on the next episode.